So Apple finally announced this iPhone 12 lineup this week, and with it, we saw a new HomePod mini, a totally adorable and cute and just as capable as the original HomePod. I've been telling my wife for years that if Apple ever released a $100 HomePod, that we throw away every Amazon Echo and Google Home Assistant in our house and immediately replace them with HomePods. Guess what? It's actually happening. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow, and this week on Jason Squared, we're going to talk about Perlow's love for Alexa and my appreciation for Apple's HomePod. Siri be damned. All right, Jason, how many HomePod minis are you going to buy? Uh, cute and adorable, Jason. Maybe they you need are, a new pu- uh, uh, Maybe you need a new puppy. <laughs> I'm, no. not buying, I'm not buying any HomePod <laughs> minis, thank you very much. <laughs> well, I'm not getting a puppy, so I guess we're even on that. Uh, so let me explain my reasoning and then we could dive into this a little bit here. So, like I said, for the last few years, I've been saying if Apple ever released a hundred dollar HomePod, I'd be all over it. And there's three main points here. First of all, Apple music. I'm an Apple music subscriber. I have been since it launched. My whole family uses it and the ease of use with the HomePod and the fact that it's the default music service is really easy to use. I have Sonos, I have Alexas, I have Google Assistants, and the linguistic gymnastics you have to go through in order to play stuff on an Apple Music account is just too much. I don't like having to say, you know, jump through hoops in order to get it to play. So that's number one. Number two is privacy. And we talk about this all the time on the show. Alexa and Amazon and Google, they're trying to sell me ads or get me to buy stuff out of the stores where Apple only wants me to buy one thing and that's more Apple products, right? So they're not using that data for ads and to send me push alerts on my phone. For example, just yesterday, this true story, my kids woke up and decided to ask Siri and Alexa what they should be for Halloween this year. Siri gave a few funny answers, Alexa gave them serious answers, and then the Amazon app pushed an alert to my phone with direct links to buy everything that Alexa had just they, recommended. They, they are very aggressive about selling stuff, Jason. I, I do have I don't, to admit that. I don't want that. That's the first time it had ever happened. And, you know, this was right before Apple made the HomePod Mini official, and it, it bugged the hell out of me. Um, and then, you know, the HomePods are easy to use. I, um, you know, there's not like skills or routines you have to learn and go through a store to figure out there are third-party apps that have Siri built in, uh, Siri integration built in through the Shortcuts app. But as far as, you know, using them every day with the kids and, you know, frankly, I don't use them for home automation. I don't use it for trivia questions or to get expanded answers. I don't use any smart speaker for that stuff. Mainly, I use it to play music, set timers, and once in a while, ask about the weather. But I, I know you're not very in love with, you know, the HomePod and Siri and all that. You're you're a huge Alexa user. Absolutely. Look, first of all, I, I admit to being a total Alexa fanboy. And the reason for this is I have my whole house configured for home automation, okay? Um, now, I, I, I'll give it to you that, that Siri and HomeKit stuff has improved over the last couple of years, yeah. um, especially in, in iOS 14. I mean, I haven't really looked at it in terms of what the HomePod can do, okay? Uh, but their ecosystem is nowhere near as extensive as Amazon's when it comes to that kind of stuff and partner integrations. Um, I, I know that you ripped a ton of home automation stuff out of your house and you went back to dump switches. So I, I know that you're not a fan of, of that stuff. Um, but 
I love being able to cut out every single light in my house with Alexa Goodnight. Um, I like the ability to set different scene modes um, using the lighting with, with Lutron's Cassette and Philips Hue and the Wemo stuff that I have. Um, now, arguably, I, I could do some of these things with Siri, not all of them, but, I, but why would I want to rip out a working system in order to sure. have to rebuild the whole thing with HomeKit? It doesn't make any sense. Now, I, I get that you are a huge Apple Music user. Um, I don't currently use the service, but that's really only a temporary situation because I'm going to be an Apple One subscriber the minute that they announce that the stuff is available, right? I'm going to go with the premier service. I'm going to spend that 30 bucks a month. I'm going to get everything and I'm going to get Apple Music with it. Um, right now, um, I'm only an Amazon Prime Music customer and I use whatever I get free with it. Um, so, I mean, again, some of our use cases are, are, are a bit different from each other, you know? Yep, and Apple, once they release, I, I assume the software update is going to come with the HomePod Mini, but third-party music services, presumably Apple Prime Music, uh, I think they announced Pandora yesterday. They failed to mention Spotify, which has said it is going to support you know, the, the first service on HomePod, but I think the lawsuit and all that stuff going on probably is why yeah. Apple excluded them from the announcement. But third-party music services, being the default music provider on the HomePod, is coming very soon, but with Apple One, so are a lot of new Apple Music subscribers. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know what? But I don't actually need um, a HomePod to play Apple Music in my house. Look, I've got I've got Sonos, um, sure. and I've got and I've got Alexa. The Echoes will will play will link into Apple Music through um, developer integration, right? Okay, and, and that and that's the other thing, you know. Siri doesn't have the developer partnerships and integration that Amazon does with their ecosystem. Um, Siri, yeah, they've got shortcuts, uh, you know, and they're not really arranged in kind of like an app store kind of catalog where, you know, all their, their developers are listed. You, know, you can get third-party shortcuts, but you kind of have to go around the web for them. Um, right. Alexa's got 100,000 skills in inventory. Yeah, but how doing. many of those 100,000 skills are actually worthwhile? You know, every time I go through the skill store, it's a bunch of trivia stuff and random fart machines and, and other nonsense that truthfully, like, it, it feels like a high school project to see if you could publish an Alexa skill. Some and, of them, are, some of them are, are absolutely like that. But then you've got other things like, you know, hey, I play the Jeopardy game with my wife all the time. They're always improving it, and it's actually it's actually really fun to play. Yeah, um, the Jeopardy game is fun. I'll give you that. The Jeopardy game is excellent, um, and yeah. not everybody is is investing the kind of money that they are in the skills like the Jeopardy game. But the APIs are very rich, and they're there. Um, the other thing that that Amazon is doing is spending a lot of money on machine learning. Um, now, if you look at the, at the Gen Four Alexa, they've got that new offloaded G machine learning chip where you can, could conceivably do some very sophisticated voice processing and analysis that currently the HomePod doesn't have. Now, I find that very interesting because Apple has spent money on machine learning, yeah. but in the iPhone for computational photography. Now, they, the S5 doesn't have machine learning uh, circuits in it. I don't know why they why they didn't decide to put an A-series in, in the new HomePod. Do we know that? Do, did they announce that yesterday or did they mention it? Because they, they mentioned in passing the S5 chip was in the HomePod menu, but they didn't really dive into what it had. Um, but isn't the S5 also used in other products uh, in uh, the Apple inventory? It, it might be in the Apple Watch, actually, now that we're, yeah. we're saying that. Um, yeah, so it may not have machine learning in it, to your point. Uh, but, yeah, it's, 
Amazon has invested quite a bit into doing this on device. You're right. On, on device and off device. Remember, they are yeah. a hyperscale cloud uh, company, right? I mean, that's one of, besides selling you crap, right? Their, their, their biggest growth business is, the, is their hyperscale cloud, Amazon Web Services. And, and that's what Siri, and that's what, what, what Alexa runs on in, in the Alexa Web Services all on, on, on AWS with all that machine learning and GPUs and stuff in the background. So it is by design a smarter cloud. It's designed sure. for, 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 for other people to hook into it as an API. And you, Apple doesn't like to, to integrate with, 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 its, with its developers, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, yeah, it provides a platform with iOS for developers to run apps on their stuff. But it doesn't, but they don't, but they don't open the kimono and, and allow uh, developers to, to hook into essential APIs that those systems use. Amazon's approach is completely different. They want they want people using their cloud because when you guess what when you use Amazon's cloud you have to pay to use the computational time. You're pay, right, you're pay, exactly. You're pay, right, right. And that's a core difference between Apple's approach and Amazon's approach here. And you know, they Apple does provide APIs. You do have to hunt them down a little bit more, a lot more than you do, you know, Alexa skills. For example, I have an app on my phone that I could tell Siri to warm up my car for me, or I can have it open the trunk, or I could have it check my weather station. But those are apps I had to specifically know about and hunt out on my own and then set up the Siri shortcut uh, myself, whereas there's not a one-stop shop where you can see which apps are integrated with Siri shortcuts. You know, it takes a little bit of work. I, you know, I, I admit that, but I, I think the integration, once you get there is a better integration or at least a better experience than most Alexa skills. Right, uh, let's, let's talk integration for a sec. Cause this is kind of like what really bothered me about this event. Okay. I was expecting, Okay, with this event to see an entire family of Apple Audio video products, not just the HomePod Mini. Okay, sure. I wanted a HomePod soundbar, right? Just like my Sonos soundbar, uh, which, if paired with the Minis uh, or other HomePods and an Apple and a new generation Apple TV, which we heard rumors of that would, but it didn't get released at this event, gives you a full living room entertainment experience. Okay. Now, right now, if I want that, okay, I have to use Sonos, okay, with yep. a beam or an arc, and Sonos 1 or Sonos 5 speakers if I was a new customer. Now, I just happen to have my Play 3 speakers I bought like five years ago. They still work great for that. Um, so I didn't have to buy new surround speakers. Um, but I can use um, Alexa as the intelligent agent for that solution uh, on my beam in my living room, okay? And then I can just have the satellites in other rooms of the house. Now, I can plug Apple Music into that uh, with any other third-party music service. Um, now, Apple d has um, a stereo home, a stereo setup. If you if you hook up two HomePods, right? They're, they're, they have space. They have awareness of each other with the ultra wideband chip, and you get stereo. But if you want to do home theater with HomePods, you got to buy them at two hundred ninety-nine dollars a piece. The the, the, the almost three-year-old model, two of those. Um, and the only reason why you have to use those is that those have spatial learning capabilities. The, the, the HomePod minis for $99 each do not. So that was a miss. Right. So you can't, you will not be able to use the HomePod minis. Even they come out, even if they come out with the new Apple TV, you won't be able to use them as surround sound speakers. No, um, you'll be able to use them as stereo speakers. You can pair two HomePod minis or two original HomePods together, but you can't mix and match. 
and a software update coming for the HomePod, again, probably next month when the HomePod Mini launches, uh, will enable home theater support for the two bigger HomePod devices themselves. But and it should provide 5.1 surround sound, just the yeah, two devices it, it together. Should, but, but the thing is, is this. They missed an opportunity, okay, to completely take over the... Look, I don't want to re replace my stuff with, with, with HomePods and duplicate what I have. What I want is something that's better than what I have. If you want me to go spend $1,000 on new garbage, okay, I wanted to do something better than what I currently have with Sonos and with Alexa at the same time, okay? I, I want I want, I want want one system, integrated system where I can have the little satellites. Guess what? I can have the little HomePods minis on different parts of my house and I can have the the full setup in my living room um with with apple tv and the whole thing without having to duplicate literally i mean i mean in my office i have to have because i have an older model uh sonos here right which doesn't have uh the, the capabilities of the beam i wasn't going to buy another beam for my office or, or play five or, or you know with, with 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 the voice control i have i have i have an alexa can can here sitting next to my 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 sonos because I need to have two devices for this, right? There's no reason why we should have to double up on our, our smart speakers and our, and our entertainment speakers. It doesn't make any sense. It's dumb, right? Apple could have solved that problem. They could have gone after not just Amazon, okay, and Google. They could have gone after Bose and everybody else with this thing, and they didn't. I, I think you're missing the point that the HomePod didn't really get that market share at $300, $350, whatever it launched at. And this product release was all about going after the $100 price point and growing their market share. I think those higher end products, especially if the AirPod Studio truly exists and eventually are released, you know, four or $500 over the year headphones that we're going to see from Apple and those high end audio products, I think those are going to come later. But right now, there's not enough HomePods in people's homes to justify releasing a thousand dollar their their market share somewhere. is horrendous right? yeah I mean, it, it is globally amazon has about i don't know like like a like a 30 i don't know 20 20 percent i don't know it's like a 20 it's like a 20 percent market share globally and 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 google's like second place with like i don't know 13 17 18 percent or something like that and and Apple is like maybe five percent globally. Now, it, yeah. it looks even worse in North America. I mean, a Amazon's got yeah. like a seventy percent share, and in the United States, and 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 Apple's got like two point five percent or something ridiculous. So it's 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 they are like a blip. On, now look, it's still a billion dollar business for Apple, right? They've sure. sold they've sold a couple million of these HomePods, but not like forty million of them. You know, yeah, not, like, like, like nowhere near on the scale is what Amazon yeah. has sold with their Echo line yeah. at all. I think I'm the only person I know with a HomePod, actually. And I bought it to review it, loved it so much, I kept it. I bought it with the intent of returning it because uh, I just wasn't sold on it. But after a couple of weeks of using it, I was. But there's another elephant in the room we need to address, and that's Siri itself. Like, you know, you, you always tell me Siri is dumb as rocks. And I will say Siri is pretty dumb. I don't know if dumb as rocks is the right way to go about it, but there's big improvements that need to be made with Siri. And Apple has made, you know, large strides with improving the overall experience uh, since Siri was first announced and released and the HomePod was, was released I, I, I as well. I completely agree with you on that. In fact, and I ran some tests last night. Uh, the, one of the tests uh, that I used to run on Siri with every single iOS release was where can I get a pastrami sandwich, right? Now, the, where, where she, she used to say, 
there's, you can't find one. There's no pastrami sandwich anywhere near you, which is ridiculous. And I used to do that in New York City. Yeah. Okay. And and she wouldn't know. Whereas I would ask Cortana or, or one of the other agents, like and, or Alexa, and they like, oh, there's there's Carnegie Deli, blah, 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 blah. They'd go down the litany. Now, if you ask Siri, um, she will tell you where you can get one. Uh, you know, and she'll, she'll, she'll go out to Yelp and, 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 and get some queries and stuff. So she's gotten better with external integration services, uh, you know, if, if, if they exist. Um, but, but she's still pretty dumb. I mean, you can ask right. her some pretty basic stuff and she doesn't know the answer at all. Well, let's or, try something basic right now. How about I ask Siri about the iPhone 12, which Apple just announced yesterday, and you ask okay. Alexa about the iPhone 12 and we'll see what the responses are. You got it, sure. All right, I'll go first. Hey Siri, tell me about the iPhone 12. A visit to apple.com should be able to help you with that. Okay, so I need to go to apple.com to learn something. That's not very helpful, actually. Thanks, Siri. Yeah, I'm not necessarily expecting much better, you know, out of, out of her competitor. But let's see what happens. Alexa, tell me about the iPhone 12. On Tuesday, October 13th, 2020, Apple unveiled the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 <laughs> mini, okay. iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max at a virtual event. The devices feature high Jason, camera I think quality, we're lose our jobs. 5G connectivity, yeah. and an enhanced She's A14 bionic chip. doing a better job than you chip. did on your article, Jason. The iPhone 12 will be available <laughs> for pre-order on October 16th in the stores on October 23rd. She's, She's still going. Pre-orders for the new iPhone 12 With pre-order Pro, info? iPhone 12 Pro Max. <sighs> the iPhone 12 mini will also begin during the months of October and November. She even see, went into see, the November see, and, launch. And the next thing she'll do is like, you know, she'll ask you to buy it on Amazon.com. Well, yeah, your phone already has your, you know, each model placed in your cart and all you have to do is one click buy now. And that's the difference, right? <laughs> Amazon wants to sell you stuff. I don't understand why the HomePod and Siri as an extension of that doesn't have more information about Apple's own products. I don't, I don't like that. But let me give you another example. I, I talked about how my kids asked Siri and Alexa uh, about... Halloween costumes and Amazon sent me push alerts to buy costumes. Siri's response was a little bit more humorous. She told my kids to take a piece of paper, write the year 2020 on it, and go to school as a calendar if they were looking for a scary costume, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. You know, it's a good sense of humor to have. And there was no push alert on my phone for getting me to try it and buy a product. But I think we just proved kind of the issue with Siri as a whole, right? The very basic information with just go to the website, whereas compared to Alexa, it told you pretty much everything you want to know in a 10 or 15 second, uh, you know, audio clip, which is pretty significant for someone who's just wanting to know quick bits of information. Yeah. And to me, again, this again, it comes down to partnerships. Like, I mean, I'm sure the 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 core, the core, um, the, the the core the core intelligence type of of um, of the tasks the, the the expert system type things that both of these products do are probably very similar you know when running within the data center okay yeah it's it's how that they reach out into to data sources on the web and with partners right partner integrations right is is really the core of, of why these things are able to answer what they can right I mean obviously in this case Alexa reached out to uh, Wikipedia, right, or, or or one of the other new major news sources may have even gone out to CBS and may have even pulled information from ZDNet um, for, for some of these things. Um, Apple, again, doesn't necessarily play nice 
uh, with other companies when it comes to integrating data. That's that's yeah. not their core business model, right? So I think Apple's going to need to get better as it, at this. They're going to they're gonna have to just, I don't know, they're going to have to steal people from Amazon or what, or, or, or Google and, <laughs> and, 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 and really get into, uh, you know, into integrating data, uh, you know, yeah. and, and, and th that's just something that they haven't been able to successfully do over the last five or 10 years. Um, but, but that's all what the future is about is, 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 is exchange of information and data. Um, I think Apple, again, like you said, has been on top of the security thing, which is really good. I think, I think Amazon's been catching up quite frankly to Apple. On, on security issues and, and data privacy. But it's always gonna be a toss up between data privacy and being able to, to, to fetch information, right? Uh, and, yep. and, and harvest that information. Because if you can't harvest that information, you can't consolidate the information and do analysis, right? So it, it's, 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 it's kind of a catch 22. And, and, and really it's, it's what, is, what does Apple wanna be? Do they wanna be that trustworthy technology supplier or do they wanna be the information supplier, right? And, yeah, and, and I, th it, I think that's yeah. put them behind quite a bit, you know, obviously with, with like you said, collecting data and trying to s surface it for requests and everything else while still maintaining that privacy aspect to it. And frankly, I'm okay with that. I would never ask a smart speaker to tell me about a phone, even if I wasn't, you know, my job wasn't to cover that news. I would probably go to the website and look up that phone myself. And it's just different use cases for me and the way myself and my family use smart speakers the HomePod is, is ideal for a number of reasons like we've talked about, but I don't, we don't do long queries and questions randomly, but it's not a routine thing that happens quite often here. Yeah, again, it, it, it all comes down to the use case. Now, I mean, there are times where, um, and I don't consider myself an, an Alexa super user by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, sure. I use it basically the same things you do. But um, like I said, I, I think there's going to be more use for things like machine learning and, and voice analysis um, in the home uh, in the future. You know, as, 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 there, as we get more, um, you know, killer apps for voice, you know, we really haven't seen uh, the true interactive nature of these things, right? I mean, we're seeing stuff like, for example, Alexa's uh, conversation mode, which was introduced uh, at, the, at the last uh, Amazon event uh, a couple weeks ago. Right. And some of that stuff looks like it has some, some really serious potential, especially when it gets into shopping and, and, and things like that. Um, like I said, we, I think we've only seen uh, just, just a, a very small part of, of what machine learning can do um, for the average consumer. And it's going to be an interesting couple of years to see you know, how these companies compete with each other in that space. Yeah, and there's also rumors that the new Apple TV that Apple is supposedly going to announce this year, but maybe next year, as well as the HomePod Mini, which Apple truly did announce and is only $100, have the ultra-wideband chip in it, which we know the HomePod Mini does. Yep. But Apple's actually going to use that along with the iPhone 11 and iPhone 12, which also has the same ultra-wideband chip, to detect when people are actually physically in a room or when they're moving around. And you can automate stuff in your house based on when this person enters the room, these lights come on or these lights turn off when you leave the room, stuff like that. So there's a lot of integration that we still don't know about yet that uh, you know I'm excited about. Obviously, I'm an Apple user. I use Google, uh, Android phones as well. But uh, I think you know the excitement of the ultra-wideband stuff is just, I'm really looking forward to see what Apple does with it. So by my last count as of last night, I think I'm going to buy five HomePod minis. Five. 
Five of them, wow. yeah, on launch day. So how many are you buying? I know you probably are going to buy one after this conversation, maybe two, right? None. I've convinced none. you. Ab- absolutely none. I am not buying <laughs> any of them. No way. Yeah. I, in fact, I'm waiting for the for the Alexa Generation 4 to come on sale. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, actually it's was Prime bummed, Day. I was, I was bummed that it was not on sale yesterday and today. For, yeah. You know, they're, they're trying to get rid of their older models. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens uh, Christmas or after Christmas. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced it'll be on sale pretty soon. Yeah. Well, Prime Day and they don't even discount their own product, their new products, which I guess I get. Like you but said. It hasn't shipped yet. Yeah. Old, old inventory. Well, I think that's a good place to stop, Jason. Any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? No, no, no Jason. But uh, like, like, like I said, you know, like um, I, I, I love my I love my cans. <laughs> Not moving away from my cans, man. Yeah, and I'm sticking with Siri and HomePod. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. And this is Jason Squared. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com.